You are listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast, a podcast where a couple friends sit and talk around the fire after everyone else has gone to bed. Grab a drink and join us as we discuss everything from famous explorers, artificial intelligence, and what is the meaning of life. With this holiday season, nothing says holiday more than winter. Snow, ice, and if you're certain countries, invading other countries. France, Prussia, Germany, Germany again, all have made a fatal mistake when they try to invade Russia in the winter. But this winter, it's not a foreign invader. No, this is what happens when winter storms are so bad that Russia has to attack itself. This is a story of how Russia bombed itself to save the people. But before we get into this story, Nick, how are you? What are you drinking? I'm drinking some Jim Bean. Um, this just seems like a, a meme. So the uh, like they're in in communist Russia, like state bombs you or something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> well, I think you're gonna like this one because I quite enjoyed it. This the time period is April 2016. Russia is still fighting winter. It makes you wonder, how long do Russian winters last? No wonder people have to invade Russia in winter. Because winter lasts like all year round. (laughs) But back to the story. A Russian river was hit hard by Mother Nature. And a large portion of the river was frozen. This river was the Sukhanol River in Russia's Volgograd region. And I am probably said it wrong, but I'm going to keep on going. And by a large frozen region, I do mean a large frozen region. Mother Nature had frozen this river a section 25 miles long. This frozen section quickly started acting like a dam and starting to threat to flood and possibly kill nearly 4,500 people near it. Again, this is April. Spring should be coming, but it froze and other water rushing into it is now being pushed around. It's nearly a perfect storm. So Russia needed a solution. They needed one fast. They decided to do what Russia knows best. Bomb the living daylights out of this frozen river. I mean, that seems like the first, like, hey guys, we got a problem. What do we do? Have we tried blowing it up? We have not. Let's blow it up. (laughs) Like, that's like the very first idea that was presented. It's not, it does, I I mean, I don't know how the story ends. But it seems like it's probably might not be the worst idea, but it was definitely the first idea. <laughs> I would love to hear that phone call of, hey, Commander, we have this problem. What do we do? Uh, blow it up. So on April 18th, 2016, Russia scrambled the jets. Two Su-34 tactical bombers were assembled and loaded at the Air Force Base Orenshka Malaveshko. At the time... This was one of Russia's most elite and newest strike-capable aircrafts. The Su-34s are also known as the fullbacks. They were loaded with heavy payload bombs and received direct orders from Moscow. The orders were simple. Bomb the frozen part of the river every single hour. How deep is this river? I could not find uh, how deep well, I mean, this river was. or no, the pay- <laughs> But the pilots were ordered. Every hour, on the hour, well not on the hour, but every hour until victory. So hour after hour after hour, the Su-34s bombarded the thick ice, literally chipping the ice away with 
with plastic explosives. Hours passed, and the 25-mile-long ice dam began to weaken. I want people to think of how long 25 miles is. And you may think is you may think that, oh, it's ice. How hard can it be to break, especially with bombers? But you also have to imagine thick ice, it's probably cold enough where the ice you break that heats up and it will immediately turn back into water. And also it's miles. These bombs don't have mile radius explosives. They are what, maybe a couple hundred feet with shrapnel, but condensely probably 100 feet or less, and you have 25 miles to trip up and break apart with bombs, I I can't imagine trying to, exp- like, simply going every few hundred feet, planting a bomb, blowing it up for 25 miles. That's really hard to do, and the river, from what I could see, was pretty decent width. It looked like it'd be about 30 feet wide. The bombers needed reinforcements, simply bombarding the frozen this, river hour after hour. This is more embarrassing than Australia losing a war to emus. Uh, Nick, wait until I get to the end because we Americans can't talk either. Oh, God. <laughs> well, these bombers needed reinforcements. Simply bombarding the frozen river again and again wasn't enough. So Moscow once again called in the big guns. They ordered ice-breaking ships to travel inland by the river to help break up the ice. So as the pilots bombarded a different section of the river, the ice-breaking ships began to crash and ram into the ri- ice river to break it apart. On one end of the river, SU-34s kept hammering the ice with ordnance. On the other, du- on the other end, heavy-duty specialized ships were breaking the frozen river. And in case anyone's wondering, there are multiple videos online of recording of the bombardments. And I can't imagine being a local and seeing Russian bombers every hour hit your local river. What must be going through your head? Well, it's Russia. They're probably actually. Yeah, used I was to gonna it. say that. Is it? Is it Hump Day? well even more hours passed hour upon hour ships kept ramming bombs kept being dropped and eventually russia was successful at the bombarding that it was able to get the river flowing again so one using explosives actually worked and russia defeated winter for now but this process of using bombs explosives fighter pilots bomber aircraft is actually way more common than I previously thought. It wasn't until I came across this story and researched it more that I realized that multiple countries bombed themselves to keep the rivers flowing. That is now a 21st modern solution. One of these countries are China. China has repeatedly used the H-6 bomber to unblock the Yellow River from ice. And I came across an article, which I had a hard time verifying it, so take it with a large grain of salt, that the United States even used F-15E strike eagles to blow up an ice dam in eastern Ohio. Again, could not verify this, but we've dropped mosquito bombs on ourselves, so dropping bombs on a frozen lake in Ohio would not surprise me. So next time you're out on a lake fishing, ice skating, thinking that ice is just a road hazard, nothing more, This holiday season, just remember, multiple countries have to bomb their own rivers to stop Mother Nature from drowning their people, which, one, bravo for using the bombs and I think a productive matter. Two, sometimes bombs don't go off. I wonder how many ordnance materials in other countries are still sitting there like landmines. And three, that's one of those jobs that sounds really cool, but after like 12 hours, you're like, I'm kind of bored and tired of this. But that being said, that's just me. What about you, Nick? Would you want to fight the 
pilots bombing river hour after hour after hour after hour. I mean, I love to watch. <laughs> Grab a lawn chair and a cold one and sit outside. Yeah, like something like I don't know. I like to see the when they shoot like the the mountains to get rid of the avalanches. That's pretty cool. I imagine it's like that, but just not as cool. Still cool, but not as cool. Well, like I said, there are actually quite a bit of videos online of the locals recording this thing. And boy, did those, uh, <laughs> boy, did those uh, SU-34s get low. And they dropped it dead on the ice. It's quite interesting to watch because you can kind of see them do section by section by section by section by section. But again, it's miles. 25 miles is such a long, long distance to go. But that must have been an interesting phone call and briefing in Moscow after that event. We spent how much money on bombs for a river? I mean, also, I feel like there's so a number of Russians just waiting for a chance to just blow something up. <laughs> now they just have to justify the <laughs> cost. Well, I can't talk. I was a Texan. I want to do the same thing. Yeah, that's the dream, to have unlimited budget to blow stuff up. But just remember this holiday season. Ice, it's not just the things that fill our whiskey glasses. Sometimes it's life and death for people. And sometimes, just sometimes, you get to use explosives to take care of that problem. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram 